With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason, and boy, do we have some football to talk about today. It is a Thursday, which means we're going to have some football later on tonight. And also, we've got some news to break down. So, why don't we sit back, relax, sip our coffee, and enjoy the show? No massive gulps of coffee today, just a regular nice little coffee sip so I can keep things rolling. I wanted to, I came across this video on, on, on the internet last night and I just thought it was funny. No takeaways here, nothing relevant to the NFL, nothing relevant to fantasy football. I just thought it was a funny video that I wanted to share with you guys. So let me pull this up for you. If it'll let me. There we go. There we go. All right. Check this out. Check this out. Oh, wait. I need to turn the volume on. I want that. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I want that. Somebody went to the Ravens game and uh, made Lamar Jackson a, uh, a, a rug, essentially a, a rug with a little punch needle. You know, you know, you've seen the thing on, on social media, you know, people make a little, make the little rugs. Someone made one for, for, for Lamar Jackson and it was cool. And he really wanted it. And he said the lines, I want that damn carpet. And I just thought that was a really funny line from an NFL player. That's all I have for you from that. Just thought it was a fun, neat little clip. Here we go. This is some actual news. Josh Dobbs is one of us. Not only is he a good football player, but yesterday, Adam or two days ago, Adam Schefter tweeted out something to watch this Sunday. Shake Shack is offering a free chicken sandwich nationwide if a player celebration includes the chicken dance on Sunday. Josh Dobbs replied recently, I'm in. Josh Dobbs, if he scores, is going to hit us with a chicken dance this week. And everyone around the country will get free chicken shacks at your local Shake Shack. That is awesome. That is awesome. Hopefully the Vikings can score a touchdown, and hopefully it comes on the back of Josh Dodds, because I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Those Shake Shack chicken sandwiches are pretty good, and I'm, for the most part, you know, I, I try not to eat too much meat, but but with the with the Shake Shack chicken sandwich, it is hard to, uh, hard to, hard to stay away from. So, everyone, I hope you're with me in rooting for a Josh Dobbs touchdown slash chicken dance on Sunday for some free food. Also, just on the topic of Josh Dobbs, I saw a great stat. Josh Dobbs is second in rushing yards among quarterbacks, second only to Lamar Jackson right now. He's also leading the NFL in yards per scramble, fourth in rushing touchdowns, third in rushing success, and fifth in intended air yards with a points per game in fantasy football, beating out Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, 
Matthew Stafford, tons and tons of star quarterbacks. Josh Dobbs is playing really, really good football, and he's going to get us some chicken sandwiches this week. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Next up, I wanted to talk a little bit about Mac Jones. I saw this uh, interview on NPC Sports Boston, uh, or really just this article, and really it was just talking about how infuriated the front office is with Mac Jones. Here's a quote. One thing that's really infuriated people there, people in the building, is the decision-making. This is from Albert Breer. They've been sold this smart, efficient, game-managing quarterback, and they're just not getting it. The decision-making has not been good. He's passing up open receivers, and he's just frankly doing things that you wouldn't see from a quarterback who has the qualities that they want. It's just not about the physical limitations. It also feels like he's not taking to the coaching. And that creates a much bigger problem because if this is who Mac Jones is, and we've seen some of the defiance bubble up over in press, in press conferences, and he's not running the offense as prescribed, then what do you have? And he went on to point out some plays that he made, some poor decisions, and really just a bunch and bunch of stuff. I mean, this interview went on and on and on complaining about Mac Jones' performance and talking about how frustrated the front office is with him. So, you have to ask yourself what the Patriots will be doing because not only is he, Mac Jones, on the hot seat, but so is Bill Belichick. There are some reports going around that Bill Belichick may not fly home after the Germany game on Sunday. Well, he'll fly home, but not with the team. They're saying that he might, you know, be fired. Uh, I don't buy it. I, I really, I, I just, I, I can't see Bill Belichick getting fired midseason. That feels way too disrespectful for what this guy has done for the organization. Even if you're in the camp that it was all Tom Brady, I'm not. I do still think Bill Belichick played a huge role in the success of this franchise. But even if, you know, you don't believe that, even if you do believe he's not that, that the best of the coaches in the world, you still got to let him finish the season. You've got to. It's Bill Belichick we're talking about here. So I find it pretty heinous, to be completely honest, that some would even suggest that he's fired after this Germany game. Uh, I, I definitely think he'll finish out the season. And like we said this offseason when we talked about the situation, I firmly believe that Bill Belichick wouldn't get fired. He would quote unquote retire. He, he would walk away from the game uh, while technically being pushed out. I just, I think that his ego and really just, you know, the team itself, the organization does respect him enough to let him walk on his own terms uh, and not just let him be stranded in a foreign country after a Germany game. So that that's my thoughts on that situation. But really just on the whole situation, again, you have to ask yourself what the Patriots would do if they move on from Bill Belichick, then they're probably also going to move on from Mac Jones. And we're talking about a really really bad football team with almost no direction. Ramondre Stevenson would be the best player on this team, and that's a problem. So this could be a rebuild for the ages that we are beginning to look at because I honestly don't see any light at the end of the tunnel for this New England Patriots team, especially if you're going to move on from the first-round quarterback that you drafted a few seasons ago and the head coach that led you to six Super Bowl championships. So a uh, very, very interesting storyline developing up in New England. Next coach that's on the hot seat, thank God, is Frank Reich. Frank Reich is on the hot seat, and this is another coach that, honestly, this one shouldn't have ever even happened. One of the reasons I was so high on C.J. Stroud and not as much Bryce Young this year was the coaching. And a lot of people don't, you know, believe in that. But I think that it is definitely a factor that you need to take in when evaluating young talent, especially. 
And one of my concerns with Bryce Young was Frank Reich. In fact, that was probably my biggest concern outside of the size and everything and no weapons. This coach has failed quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. And we're supposed to just trust him with the 101, a guy who is going to have to develop his play style just a tiny bit because of his size at the next level. Frank Reich isn't the guy to do that. And he honestly deserves this hot seat, unfortunately. I don't know what it is and why this guy keeps getting a job when it's just always ended in failure, especially on the heels of whatever quarterback was on the team. It just, he just doesn't work out. He just doesn't work out. Uh, Adam Schefter brought it up on the Pat McAfee show. Basically, he said he doesn't believe that anyone on the Panthers has a long leash right now. Uh, he thinks if they finish the year, you know, one and 16, maybe two and 15, basically everyone would be let go. And honestly, I think that is the direction that this team would have to take. I genuinely believe that this Panthers team would have been better off if they just continued with their interim head coach, Steve Wilkes last season. I mean, he was doing a lot. Uh, he was doing a lot for this team. And I mean, I, remember they beat the Lions, kept the Lions out of the playoff hunt with, with damn Deontay Foreman and Chuba Hubbard leading the backfield. I think both over 100 yards. It was a fantastic game by them. And that was honestly how they looked towards the end of the year in general. Now, I don't know if I'm the only one, uh, but I, I, I tend to believe that these interim head coaches should be given more opportunity than they do. I think, uh, you know, you go back a few years, you had the Raiders interim head coach that led them to the playoffs. We had the Raiders interim head coach right now, Antonio Pierce, making them look amazing. We had Steve Wilkes last season. These interim head coaches do a good job, and then they're never given the chance uh, to, to get the head coaching job. It's very, very interesting. Uh, and we'll have to see what happens with Frank Reich. Of course, we have Thursday night football tonight. We'll see how this Panthers team looks. I would assume they're going to look in total disarray as they have all season. Something to keep your eye on. If Frank Reich is out, you've definitely got to be buying your Bryce Youngs and really any young Panther. I do think that this offense would begin to actually develop into something special uh, with a new head coach, someone with you know some sort of ability to A, lead a team, and to put his quarterback in better situations than what he's been doing. As we know, their offensive coordinator you know, is from the Shanahan tree. Maybe they could elevate him or something. That could be interesting. But it's also, you can't say that every coach that touched Shanahan is going to be successful. Yes, we've seen a lot of them now, a lot of them now, but still, just because you're in the vicinity of someone doesn't always mean you're going to be successful. So even then, even then, there's just there's a lot that needs to go in the favor of the Panthers to get Bryce Young right, but it right, but it does start with getting rid of Frank Reich. Some other news we have to discuss is Aaron Rodgers. We saw on Monday Night Football he was out throwing passes and warmups. We saw after the game he talked to Derwin James and said he'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, most recently, so he was asked when he plans to return, and he said a few fortnights. So after he gets up with his squad, drops down in Tomato Town, slurps some uh, some slurp juice and gets the chug jugs and, you know, picks up a scar and has some good victory royales, he's going to be back to play some football. But right now he's focused on his gaming career. He needs to have a few more Fortnite matches before he can get back in the game. I'm just kidding. He, of course, needs a few weeks. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Of course, this would be the fastest recovery of all time of all time for an Achilles injury, especially for someone at the quarterback position. Uh, we would have assumed that this would be a season almost career ender, but he has, you know, recovered in a really remarkable way and plans to be back at least by the playoffs. 
So something to keep your eye on. Uh, not much fantasy football relevancy because I do believe it would still be towards the end of the season, if anything, like semifinals championship week uh, for, for most fantasy football leagues. Now, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're feeling risky and you think that he could return for those weeks, he could be an interesting buy. And the Jets in general could be good buys. I do believe in buying Brees Hall. I do believe in buying Garrett Wilson. So if you want to go ahead and do that and hope that Aaron Rodgers returns, I, I don't think that's a bad move at, at all. I don't think it is. And finally, Justin Jefferson has been officially designated for return and did practice this week. However, Kevin O'Connell did come out and say it would be a little aggressive to think that he'll play Sunday. So expect Justin Jefferson to return week 11. And that's what we talked about on Tuesday's episode. Uh, Tom Pelissero had already reported that he probably wouldn't be back until week 11. But still, it's good to see the official designation to return from IR and good to see that he's out there practicing. Look for Justin Jefferson to be back here in just one more week. Going to be fun. Going to be fun. All right, guys, that is all the news I have for you. Not too much to break down today. We had a lot, a lot of news yesterday to talk about. So before we move on to Thursday Night Football, let me go ahead and run down some questions. So Ty, Ty Chandler, to be or not to be, he goes right back to being a good handcuff, but still we didn't see much usage with him before they brought in Cam Akers. I doubt that we see much usage with him now that Cam Akers is injured again. I do think that, you know, he's a good handcuff and it probably just ends there. Um, Bill just signed an extension. Yeah, this is true. That's why I'm saying he's not going anywhere. Uh, but I think he could go somewhere at the end of the season. I, I, extensions don't mean that much. It just means that he's at least finishing this season. Uh, let's see. Uh, don't forget to check out the big tilt tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, this is true. Go check out chase on the big tilt tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, you're right. Frank Reich should have never been calling plays. Panthers did change too much this offseason. I agree. This is this is just that whole thing. Why move on from your interim head coaches that are succeeding? Why? why? They're doing exactly what you want them to do. I don't know why you move on from them, but it is what it is. I see some start sit questions. Godwin or DJ Moore? Let's just go with uh, let's just go with Godwin, uh, and then DJ Moore Lockett. Let's just go with Lockett. We have just not seen enough from DJ Moore, uh, really at all, at, really at all with Tyson Bajan. So, um, brain says Stroud, gut says Geno. Go with Stroud. Uh, and would you start Kyler Murray this week? Yeah. 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 I think he'll be fine. You know, I think he'll be fine. They took their time with returning him. So I do think that he will be full speed. That's what they expected as well. They, they said that the Cardinals himself have come out and said that they expect him to run just as much as he always had. So I expect a full normal Kyler Murray upon return. Um, let's see. How do I feel about Levis and Murray this week with buys? Um, I think either one are fine. Let's just go with Kyler though. Uh, lots of start sick questions, guys. Before, I'm, I, I love your start sick questions. I really appreciate them, but I will be here all day if I'm answering every single start sick question. So I'll answer one more. This is a trade question. Would you trade Adam Thielen and DJ Moore for Saquon Barkley? And my answer to that would be yes. I would love to get myself for some Saquon Barkley. And I think that that is not too much to give up for a running back. That's about to average at least 30 touches a game with Tommy DeVito at the helm. For me to answer your start sit questions, please tune into the start sit streams that we have on all of our player profiler social media networks this weekend. Saturday night, we have the Dominator with Billy Muzio and Bradley Stalder at 9 p.m. Eastern. They will answer all, all of your start sit questions. And then if you can't tune into that, Tune into TikTok at 11 a.m. Eastern. 
Uh, we have our good friend Tumi over there, the FF strategist at 1130 a.m. You'll have me on Instagram. And then at 12, I believe it'll be Seth rocking it and rolling it over on YouTube. So tune into those streams to answer your start sit questions this weekend. Let's go ahead and move on to Thursday night football. We have tonight a football game, truly a football game. I don't know what we have. We seen any flexes yet this season? I, I off the top of my head, I don't think we have. I think every single game has gone as planned for these primetime games. I'm very surprised this one wasn't flexed. We have the Panthers Bears for some reason. Uh, for some reason, we have to watch this game tonight. <laughs> uh, the Bears are favored by four points, and the over-under is 39. I, For my pick, I do think the Panthers win this game. I really do. I think the Panthers will win this game out in Chicago. But I will still go with, I think that 39 is a fair total. I think it'll be right around there. I'm not really confident enough to say over or under. Some things you need to know. Carolina is 31st against running backs, so we could be seeing a good Deontay Foreman game. Khalil Herbert is officially out, so maybe, maybe we'll finally see Roshan Johnson see some life. The Panthers are fifth against wide receivers, so it's going to be tough to get really anything going. However, this is the revenge game for DJ Moore, right? So we could get a some sort of life from DJ Moore with Tyson Badgett. It's just hard to bet on. Uh, although, you know, I like to bet on those revenge game narratives, uh, but I guess it did fail me last week with Tyreek Hill against the Chiefs, could fail you again with uh, DJ Moore against uh, the Panthers, because they are good against wide receivers so far this year. Uh, versus tight ends, they are fifth, surprisingly, with some good linebackers. Jeremy Chin is out, but still the strong safety has been making up for him on that team. So, you know, maybe Cole Komet comes back to earth this week. And finally, they are ninth against quarterbacks. So look for Tyson Bajit to continue to struggle, but maybe show some life in the ground game. For the Bears, they are 26th against running backs. So hopefully Chuba Hubbard can keep things going. 17th against wide receivers. So maybe check out Adam Thielen. Expect him to keep things going. Where it would show a little bit of concern is Jalen Johnson. He is player profiler's number one cornerback per Matt Kiwu. And he hasn't allowed more than five receptions or 52 yards this season. However, he's not a big shadowing wide receiver. His high, highest shadow rate so far this year is only at 56% when he locked up Jacoby Myers against the Raiders. And he's also not covering the slot too much. Uh, he has a 0% slot rate on player profiler the last few weeks. So um, I think Adam Thielen should be fine. If anything, I'd maybe be worried about Mingo on the outside, but we'll see. We'll just kind of, we'll kind of see how it goes. I think ultimately all of these wide receivers for the Bears uh, or for the Panthers will be how how, how they have been, right? Where, where you know, Mingo's going to get some volume. Hopefully he can produce on it, but he hasn't really. And Adam Thielen, he's going to get targeted a ton. I think that he'll have a good game, you know, at least, you know, your, your 10 PPR points for Adam Thielen today. Against tight ends, the Bears are 23rd. So maybe Hayden Hurst can get himself a few receptions, although he's been quiet all year, uh, really outside of week one. And then finally, against quarterbacks, they are 29th. So hopefully, please, God, Bryce Young, do something tonight. We need to see something from Bryce Young tonight, or else it really is not really like over. But you know, we, we've got to we've got to see something. We've got to see something. I know that in my head, it's still kind of a Frank Reich and just play calling and really all around issue. And I do think Bryce Young has showed some promise. 
But if he can't have a multi-touchdown game with no interceptions against the Bears, it's going to be an issue. I mean, there's going to be something wrong here. They have not really been able to hold quarterbacks to anything, really. Even Aiden O'Connell had a pretty impressive game against them last week. Um, so uh, it's just it's, it's 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 a tough one. It's a really tough one. It's a really really tough one. That wasn't even who they played. <laughs> Aiden O'Connell wasn't even who they played uh, last week. <laughs> but still, Jimmy Garoppolo had a fine game against them. Either way, I'm expecting the Panthers to win. I'm hoping that Bryce Young can get right in this game. I think Adam Thielen continues to have his floor, and I think Chuba Hubbard also has his floor. On the Bears side, I'm expecting a pretty solid game from Deontay Foreman. I think Tyson Bajan's going to get you the fantasy points, at least from a floor perspective. I don't think there'll be much ceiling today. Um, and let's hope, let's give DJ Moore 100 yards and maybe a touchdown. Let's just throw him right there, maybe like 85 to 90. Uh, but I do think DJ Moore actually has like uh, at least 10 points in this game. If DJ Moore can't get 10 points, then we really do need Justin Fields back. Speaking of Justin Fields, he is not playing this game, as you could already tell, considering I'm talking about Bajan's name a ton. He is, though, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and say it here. I do think that he'll be back next week. Uh, he's been out now with this game four weeks. If he sits out a fifth week, that would be kind of ridiculous, given they didn't even put him on the injured reserve. If they thought he'd be out this long, they should have just thrown him on the injured reserve. So I do think he'll return now next week. Next week, uh, at his it would be his fifth absence. He's actually been practicing this week. He was practicing a little bit last week. So look for Justin Fields to go ahead and return uh, soon, very, very soon. Finally, just for funsies, here's my underdog ticket tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I threw a five-legger this way, and I stuck with the peppers, the little spicy peppers. So I have Adam Thielen scoring a touchdown and Chuba Hubbard scoring a touchdown and Deontay Foreman scoring a touchdown with Jalen Johnson getting an assist and Frankie Louvu getting one sack. That was $5 put down on this bad boy to win 400 50 because of the peppers so everyone everyone wish me good luck i would love this money <laughs> i would love to win this one so that's my five leg parlay on underdog and then this is my DraftKings lineup i don't feel the best about it but i am feeling good about throwing bryce young into the captain spot i think that that's one that not a lot of people are going to be doing just because he hasn't done enough this year and he's not one of the most expensive players on the slate i mean he's up there he's top four i want to say top five uh, but still, that's a decent captain price at 14.7. And then just kind of filled out the rest of the roster. My cheapest player is Mingo. Just hoping he can finally get something right. He's been getting the volume. He just hasn't had the production. Cole Komet, while the Panthers are good against tight ends, he's just been hyper-targeted by Bajan. I mentioned with Bajan, I think he'll get it done on the ground today. I think he'll have a nice rushing floor. And then, like I said, both of these teams are not good against running back, so might as well throw Foreman and Hubbard in there. I do think Roshan Johnson could be an interesting play. Uh, and I do think I wish that I had been able to work Adam Thielen into this lineup. Uh, but it is what it is. I think that this one will be fine. Will be fine. I will say, uh, I think that there could be an interesting case to make a Panthers basically running away with it lineup. That might be something I do here in a minute. I think that one with like the Panthers defense uh, and like uh, Chuba Hubbard and Miles Sanders, I think could be a very, very interesting lineup because uh, I do think that there's an off chance the Panthers not really run away with it, but do shut out the Bears tonight. All right, that is officially everything I have for you guys. I've got the Panthers winning, um, and I hope Bryce Young can finally 
break out in a true fashion tonight. One more call for questions. Looks like I have 14 more comments on YouTube. Let's see. Uh, When is Jelani Woods returning? Dude, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I've seen so many different reports about his expected return date, and it is just, it is, it is non-existent. It is non-existent for sure. Um, so I, I don't know. Hopefully next week. That's what I'm saying this every week. Hopefully he returns next week, but there's almost no news and he still hasn't even returned to practice and they still haven't even activated the, the, the window. What was an issue here is it wasn't just like a pulled hamstring. It was a completely torn hamstring and those do take some time to recover. Um, so, uh, we'll see, we'll see. I I'm almost at this point beginning to imagine it's not even going to be this season. Let's see. I have a funny feeling DJ Moore goes off tonight. Hey, if that's your gut feeling, throw them in your lineup. If you got them really everyone, Dakota Venderhoff has a gut feeling and those, I don't think you should ever go away with. I really don't. So if you've got your questions about DJ Moore, I mean, I'll say this. I mean, Anthony, you asked if you should do it over Lockett. I think that those guys basically have a similar floor. Um, I just, in my head, Lockett has a higher ceiling right now, but it is the revenge game. So screw it. Let's have some fun and start some DJ Moore tonight. Um, that bet isn't too crazy. Thank you, Anthony. Hey, if I, if I get some money, you guys might see a better produced wake and take. I've got to upgrade this computer. So that would be pretty, pretty nice. Uh, chef has a nice parlay. If you guys want to tail him, Shuba, Shuba, 14 and a half receiving yards, Foreman touchdown, Thielen, seven receptions, Mooney, three receptions and Foreman rushing yards. That's a nice one. I like those as well. And, uh, let's see Foreman or Gus Edwards. Let's just go with Foreman. And would you trade Lamar if you have Kyler Murray? Depends what you could get grouch. I would put both on the trading block and just take the best return I can get. Um, and all right. Yeah. The rest is just some start sick questions. Again, guys, if you have some start sick questions, uh, please tune in on Sunday night, uh, or Saturday night for the dominator and Sunday morning for TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube start sit streams. We'll get you covered. We will. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys have a terrific Thursday and a wonderful rest of your week. Good luck if you have some Thursday night football players tonight. We'll preview the rest of Sunday's games tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern on the Player Profiler YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Have a good one. Peace.